Welcome everyone to the Medspa Accelerator Podcast brought to you by Everwell Marketing, the go-to resource so you can get the latest hacks and best practices to market and grow a profitable medical aesthetics practice. My name is Maripili and I am obsessed with all things business, marketing, operations, numbers, and helping you grow and take your Medspa to the next level. This is the Medspa Accelerator Podcast, Season 2. Hey, how you been doing? Hey, how's it going? I've been doing pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, just first time getting sick with COVID. It oh. definitely sucked. Was it better or worse than you thought? I think it was better than I thought. I don't think I got uh, the strain that was the, you know, the, the most intense one, right? Since I mm. feel like it's been a little diluted, but... Man, it's still like I I mean, I think it's what's crazy is just that like how you physically, you know, you feel sick, obviously, but then you you can start feeling better. But then you still have like all these emotional and mental like (laughs) issues that happen. And and even and it's weird because like physically I don't feel sick, but I also just don't feel like 100 percent myself. Uh, So that was man, that's a. COVID, it's a tricky one. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, definitely. It's not like your typical flu or whatnot. I can't believe that people actually do go completely asymptomatic. Yeah, that's insane. That is crazy. But yeah, after uh, trying to evade it for like, what, two years, (laughs) we finally gave in. We're like, okay, let's see what this was is about. (laughs) Yeah, we were fortunate Uh, enough to to not get hit on the first or second or third wave. I don't know. I feel like I feel like there's been like another wave recently. And I guess that one that one got us. So we were very fortunate. But uh, thankfully, <laughs> no. Yes, yes, it definitely hit hard. Uh, but okay, and, and actually talking about you know <laughs> things hitting you hard. Uh, today's topic is all about the upcoming recession and uh, how to best crisis-proof your business. I think that this is such a good topic for us to talk about right now. I know you and I have been like just getting all the information that we can. We've been talking about this for a while now, Mm -hmm. what to do, what might happen, what is happening right now. And uh, I think it's a great topic to bring to the podcast because we do have like a lot of people that want to know what are starting their business right now. That's what we're talking with a lot of like new clients that are just kind of starting out. They want to know, is this like a great time to do that? What should I do? Should I just wait? And so, yeah, it's, it's, yeah. Well, I mean, not just if you're starting a business, but also if you, you know, obviously, you know, all the people we work with, uh, and even ourselves, like, um, you know, what can we do or how can we best prepare ourselves so that we can kind of weather the storm and then be positioned to, for once things start to recover again, you know? Yeah, definitely. And I think, um, you know, for this episode particularly, and what's helped me the most as I've been like, we've been going through this and kind of like getting all of her information is that when you're reading about these things, like the first instinct is just like, Oh crap. <laughs> what is happening? Yeah. And so um and so for me like what has helped me the most is just uh getting all of this information about like um, the mindset as an entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to talk about that first. Like what do you do to help you in that like entrepreneurial man- mindset and not like just freak out about everything that might happen? <laughs> yeah, for sure. And I, so I think this is something that I think 
we all kind of go through, right? Like at the end, uh-huh. like at the end of the day, it's it's normal to feel a little scared, right? Yeah. You know, I think there's just obviously there's a lot of things uh, going on, and we all knew this was coming. Like you know, I think everybody's been talking about it since like 2019 right and we thought that 2020 was going to be you know obviously there you know there's a lot of stuff that happened in 2020 and we did have an Mm -hmm. economic downturn but um we were you know whatever your for you know what regardless of what your opinions are in regards to the government the economy etc like i mean there was still growth and it was kind of like there was like a very quick bounce back Mm -hmm. whether you know it was superficial or not because of all the money that was printed etc but like at the end of the day i mean there was still uh movement in the economy and things definitely got a lot better um now what's happening it seems like you know obviously because of the money that was printed we got some you know we're dealing now we're going to be dealing with inflation we're dealing with Mm -hmm. gas prices we're dealing with shortages right all the stimulus checks like i remember getting those and be like oh how is this going to affect us in a few years like it's cool right like oh yeah i got money in the you know in the in the mail all of a sudden yeah. uh but it's like okay well what does that mean for us in the right. in the future right and we're like okay well we'll let future Luis and Billy deal with that uh, <laughs> in the future world yeah that. and so <laughs> and so I think obviously like you know there's there it, there's this time of uncertainty mm-hmm. and you know it's it's normal for you and I think because we've done this too it's like to just take a step back and actually it's just going to be a good time for us to like reset thing. I think when it comes to mindset, like, you know, it's normal to maybe just feel a little bit insecure, but also trying to be as objective and pragmatic as possible is going to be a key step here. So I feel like taking, taking things back and actually being able to say, it's because what I want to say is that like, okay, like you need to not panic. And in order for you to not panic, like you need to get back to like your roots. So I feel like, you know, going back to just put your body being positioned so that you can kind of deal with this or you can be in the best, you can be your best self. So by like dieting, exercise, mm-hmm. like making sure that those things are in place, because part of you to be an entrepreneur is that you have to make these tough decisions mm-hmm. and you have to be. You know, you need to have the mental clarity. You need to Mm -hmm. be, your emotions need to be in the right place. And in order for all those things to happen and Mm -hmm. to ensure that you are making wise decisions as Mm -hmm. you're navigating these times of uncertainty, like you have to be your best self, right? And so I think, you know, I feel like a lot of times we we neglect that as entrepreneurs, like we don't really take into our account our health. Uh, And I think for us, that's been such a big thing, you know, topic these past few days, just because we, you know, since we got sick and stuff, and, and I think we both realize that, hey, man, when I'm not, you know, when I'm sick and when I'm not eating correctly or sleeping correctly right. and, you know, all these other things like I don't feel super good. And guess what? If you don't feel good, you're not going to make good decisions like, you know. Yes, yes. <laughs> I definitely like what you're saying about, you know, like going back to basics. Right. Yeah. And, uh, and and just taking care of of yourself as a person. I think it's mm-hmm. huge. And I love, um, you know, like Alec Sheffron's stuff of like diminishing your stress everywhere else so you can really uh, like 
get make sure that you're all about your potential so yeah definitely i think one of the first things is like taking care of yourself because if you're good you're gonna make the best decisions for your business right yeah and so um and all that goes into mindset like you can't have a good mindset if you're only sleeping four six you know six hours a day like you know what i mean like you you just haven't rested and like sleep is you know, I guess one of these, you know, is super important, like this biohack, right? Like mm-hmm. if you're not sleeping well, like automatically, like you're not mm-hmm. making good decisions mm-hmm. already because you're just mm-hmm. so mentally and physically fatigued that you just you just don't have the capacity. Right. And yeah. so I think part of mindset is just being able to take, you know, your health back to basics and, you know, hey, like what are you doing for exercise? Right. Like what are you doing to just kind of de-stress what are you doing you know just to sleep better like what how, what are you putting into your body like what are all those things because at the end of the day you need to be your optimal self if you're going to be a, if you're going to like you know deal with the things that are coming ahead yeah. you know and i just had this conversation with one of our clients and um she was saying like well how, like it's also hard because how do you do that like how could you even sleep well when you know like you're stressed about your business and all these things right and so i think what we came up up with like after that conversation was that because there's so much uncertainty that is coming and there are so many things that you cannot control this you can yeah. I mean, obviously you're going to be stressed about it. Obviously it is going to affect your sleep, but if you try to control the things that you can control, kind of like what you're putting in your body, having a, like a good night routine, putting like certain boundaries uh when it comes to your work, mm-hmm. then in, in in order like that will just kind of help at least if anything you might still be stressed you might still have some sleepless nights yeah but you're trying to help as much as you can so that you are the best that you can yeah. be right yeah just i mean and issues. it might not be like you know 100 perfect from right. one day to the next exactly. right but it's something that you put into place and those are things that just build up on top of each other like and i know because you know it's some you know i think mm-hmm. we both kind of gone through it where we've kind of mm-hmm. gone through periods of our lives where hey i'm not sleeping well or i'm not eating well like you know and, and then we notice how it affects us in every aspect oh, of yes. what we do right yeah so super important so you know you got to get your mindset right uh, you know, that's number one. Right. And then once once you are in a better place emotionally and mentally, physically right to start making, you know, some decisions in your business. And then, then that's kind of like you do that after. Right. Yes. <laughs> uh, yes. Sorry, for me, the other thing that like really helps, you know, definitely like the physically the physical stuff. But for mindset is knowing that everything's going to be OK. Yeah. Knowing like for me has been like huge that we went, I mean, we're still pretty young, so we haven't gone through a lot of recessions. I mean, I think the other one we went through, we were still like in college and before yeah. that we were kids. So it didn't really affect us as entrepreneurs a hundred percent. Right. Mm-hmm. But, um, we went through 2020, right. We yeah. went through this like intense worldwide pandemic and all the economic, um, rollout that came out of that right Mm -hmm. so at least knowing that like through that year we became better entrepreneurs we understood business 10 times better we helped our clients maintain and actually even thrive in their businesses that really helps me and my mindset know and even gets me a little bit excited that like it is in times of crisis that like 
our best ideas flow. Definitely. I think, yeah, I mean, like, so out of, ne- you know, out of necessity uh, grows um, creativity, right? Or yeah. I, I, told, I don't know if I totally butchered that saying, but it's something along those lines, right? And like, you know, and so I think part of the mindset that you need to have towards this, especially if you want to come at it, you know, from a positive standpoint, which, you you know, we don't have any other choice. Like you have to look mm-hmm. at it from the standpoint of view is that historically at, you know, during any recession, there, it was a huge time of innovation. It was a huge yeah. time of, of just growth, right? Like, I think, you know, if you look, if you study it, like there's a ton of, and this is what everybody's kind of like saying right now. It's like, there, there are more millionaires, billionaires made during a recession than like when times are just like really, really good. And so a lot of it is because like, you know, all the market, all economics is, is like solving a problem, right? And so there's yeah. going to be problems. People are need gonna, are, are going to need solutions. And so it's like, how can you innovate? How can you do something that will provide a solution to those problems? Right. Yeah. And then if you, if we can do that, then we can, you know, come out ahead, you know? Um, and so I think it's going to be, it's kind of like game time, you know, yeah. like, like, Hey, <laughs> like it's game time. And like, it's time to prove to ourselves and prove to the market that like, Hey, we belong here, yeah. you know? And, I, and like, My business I, belongs here. yeah, like, and so, you know, and the reality is like, Hey, like if you don't provide a good service, like if, you know, if you don't, pro- if you don't provide the service that you say that you provide, you know, if you don't have the right systems in place to actually provide that quality of service that people want, like then, Hey, let's be honest. Like you shouldn't be running a business to begin with, you know? Mm -hmm. Uh, And so I think that there is going to be kind of like a reset when it comes to just businesses, because the people that work hard, the people that, you know, have a good product, have a good service, like those are the ones that are going to be around and they're going to do even better Mm -hmm. as we keep going through this time. And so it's exciting, you know, like, you know, it's, it's, I, I feel like, you know, like, it's scary, exciting. It's scary, exciting. I don't know. I mean, this is me personally, but sometimes if like things are just going too good, it's just kind of like gets a little boring. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> you need a challenge. You know what I mean? Like yeah. life is all about challenges. You can't just yeah. have it good all the time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like otherwise it's just boring, you know? Yeah. Uh, and I think and that's so partly too why we come become entrepreneurs. Like yeah. a nine to five job gets kind of just boring. Like you just us. go in, you work, you get out. <laughs> like that's it. But these are like intense problems that like we need to, to come up with creative very creative solutions and I think you and I come from a very like creative background yeah. and so it, it is scary exciting now the other thing that I think is super important and why you should really focus on your mindset is because not only do you have this business that needs to thrive but if you have a, an established business that has staff already in it you have to be that leader that people like follow right because yeah. they are going to they are seeing already the price changes, the gas prices going up. Like they are going to be scared for the future of their jobs. So like following somebody that is like steady or as steady as we can be, it really helps because they are, and we've talked about this again and again in the podcast, your staff, is fundamental in your business. Mm-hmm. They are the ones that are talking to your clients. They are the ones that um, make sure that whether that client comes back and, and and is a raving fan or they are turned off and give a terrible review, right? Exactly. So, making sure that your staff is like as steady as possible too, I think is going to help the future of any business moving forward. Yeah, and I feel like at the end of the day, like that's what your staff wants, right? Like your staff wants for you to have a vision Mm -hmm. and to have this level of certainty that like, hey, like, 
like, yeah, like it's, it's crazy out there, but you know what? We're going to figure it out together, you know? And like, Mm -hmm. I believe in you, if you believe in me, right? Like I can help us weather this storm, Mm -hmm. right? Or like we can figure it out together. And I think like, like what do you what else do you want out of a leader you know what I mean like somebody that like you know hey this person has my back right and like we're gonna really try our best to to make this happen and and it's a team you know Mm -hmm. what I mean like and so you know I think definitely it's gonna mean like investing time into your staff like not neglecting them like communicating I think communicating with them often Mm -hmm. and making sure that like people don't kind of like don't deviate from the vision you know what I mean or like because because I think it's and I think it's something that we're like maybe if you used to do like a roundup just once a week maybe you're gonna need to start doing a roundup every single day you know just to ensure that morale stays high because like you already know like you're as weak as like your weakest link right or you're as strong as your weakest link and so at the end of the day it's like you need to ensure that your staff is continuing to you know, perform at the level that you need them to to yeah. perform, and that's on the leader, right? Yeah. And that's on that's on the business owner. So that's going to be super important. Yeah, because just as you're working on your mindset, you need to make sure that your staff's mindset is also on on point, right? Yeah. Like on the and game. And that's something you need to show them. You know, like yes. you can't just tell them you need to do it yourself. You need to show them how to do yes. it, and then they'll follow suit. So, yeah. yeah. And I think it's so so huge because you know we know the importance of, for example, like sales, right? And especially during this time, um, and specifically for the type of businesses that we serve, um, they are a lot of the times a luxury, right? And so, 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 so there are those are the first things that people end up like cutting out in times of crisis. Mm-hmm. And so, if you're going, if your staff is like good mentally and they feel secure then in turn they're going to be able to keep selling at the rate or at least keep it as steady as possible but if they are already like freaking out and they're like almost ready to like get a new job go like trying like they probably just had a bad week they couldn't afford groceries whatever that might be their mindset's not there so they're not going to be able to sell at the same capacity or like the way they used to because they're all gonna start selling with their wallet. And so that becomes an issue. For sure. Yeah, I mean, that's gonna be 100%. So those are things that you kind of need to manage, right? And ensure that if you spot them, you spot them early and you get them addressed and you move on, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, those things just can't go unnoticed. And part of that just means that, you know, it's game time. Like you're gonna need to be on top of it even more so now than you know we, we were before, right? Yeah. And so that's gonna be super big. Um, I, what what are some of the things in your opinion that like somebody can do to best pre- prepare, right? Like you know, so we talked about mindset. We talked about you know ensuring that your staff you know is on point. What are some of the things that else like maybe you know? I feel like one to sustain, but then potentially also still get, still have some growth. Yeah, I mean, I think like one of the first things, and we were just talking about that like yesterday, I think, mm-hmm. um, is to make sure that you know what your cash flow looks like, what yeah. and your overhead. Mm-hmm. And so one of the first things that I think you can have control over is like making sure that you see exactly what you're spending on mm-hmm. and to know, okay, minimum, this is what I need to make every single month. Like knowing your numbers to a T. 
see, yeah. I think is huge because you're not making decisions out of feeling, but out of data. Sure. And so knowing like, okay, I need these many sales minimum. Because the other thing about like a timing crisis is that yes, there are there's like a lot of opportunity to be creative and try something new and like even bring growth, but you also need to have a, a, a safe fail, right? So mm-hmm. knowing that like, okay, in the worst case scenarios, this is my minimum. This is what I need, at least for my business to survive, to ensure that my staff is okay, to ensure that I'm still delivering. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, I definitely like agree. You know, I would definitely second everything you just said, you know, going back to fear, right? Like the way that you combat fear is always with clarity, right? Mm-hmm. You know, because we're all, I feel like a lot of times when we're afraid of something, it's like we're afraid of the unknown, you know, yeah. we don't really know what's gonna happen. It's this whole thing of uncertainty. Well, the way you combat that is with certainty, with clarity, right? And so having right. clarity is gonna help you, I think one, just give you a peace of mind because, yeah. you know, like one thing is just like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe, like I know I have a problem, but not knowing what that problem is, is like, ten, it always feels 10 times worse. Like, I don't know what it is about just naming the dragon, right? I'm doing that in quotations. Like that just kind of gives you like, okay, once I know what the problem is, then now I know I can, like what actions I can take towards solving that. It's just not knowing that like where, like all of a sudden the fear comes in, the stress, the overwhelm, right? But I feel like once you're able to identify whatever it might, that problem might be, mm-hmm. in this case, like we, you need to to have clarity on like the profit and loss, like, you know, and like your expenses, your overhead, you need to have clarity on all of the, like the numbers for your business, all the financials, right? So I think that's definitely gonna be step number one. It's like looking at, okay, like how much money do I need to make to pay salary, to pay, you know, our expenses, right? Yeah. You know, whatever that number might mean for you. And then I feel like right now, you know, based on some of the conversations we've had with people from all over the, 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 the States, it's like some people are, I think are still doing pretty well and other ones maybe are feeling it a little bit more. And so I would definitely say like, if you're feeling like, if you're not feeling it right now and you, you're actually like, it's been really good the past few months for you, then my advice, I mean, and honestly, and I would say this to try to with everybody is like, you definitely want to obviously know you know, how much money you need to have, right? And then look at, okay, like, if I'm still doing well, how can I do as well as possible in the next few months so that I can reserve as much cash as I can, right? And so like to stock up on Mm -hmm. as much cash as possible. Mm -hmm. And honestly, every time there's been a famine, like if you look at his, you know, even if you go to biblical times, right? Like this is (laughs) all what was always done. You know what I mean? Like, hey, there's gonna be a famine. Okay, well, we need to like start storing up some food. You know what I mean? And so at the end of the day, it's like, you need to know what your overhead looks like because Mm -hmm. if you can start saving enough cash so that you can have a runway for the next, you know, let's just say 12 to three years, potentially, I don't know, you know? Yeah. Uh, but definitely just having as much funds available so you can try to weather the storm as much as you can. But then on top of that, I feel like because of some of the reset that there will be, like, you know, the, the what everybody's kind of saying right now is that you can buy the world at fraction of the cost, you know what I mean? Because now it's just like, you know, things are just a lot more affordable, right? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, no, I think that that is huge. Like understanding, that's why I go back to like data because it, it is definitely going to affect different parts of the US differently or even the world differently. Um, so you need to know and understand your specific numbers. Mm-hmm. What, and, and then more than that, I think too is like, this is a great time to understand also your audience. Like mm-hmm. how is it going to affect them? Because if you understand them to the then you can actually talk to them in a way that makes sense to them. Yeah. Yes, there's going to be less people now that might uh, have the cash flow to invest in some of these things, you know, like some luxury items. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, there are still people that do that. For like, sure. Even through COVID, we noticed that like there were protests out there for people wanting their haircuts, you know? <laughs> like they like masks became mandatory and people were selling them and businesses came out of that. And yeah. now they're artistic and you can match color them with your bathing suit. Like yeah. all these things kind of come out of this. So it, it's not like people will stop uh, searching for beauty, even in time of like a recession, sometimes even more so because they want to feel good about themselves. They they might not be doing so great. And so this will help them and elevate their confidence. So you need to understand your particular audience and what is it that they are going through so that you can fit that need. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, 100%. Like I, I think like the, the business that invests the most amount of time having a better understanding of the needs of their you know client base or patient base, like I think those are the ones that are gonna end up up top because you know, like we talked about that in order for us to succeed during this time, it's just really being able to solve these problems. And again, if you don't know what the problem is, then you can't solve anything, yeah. right? So <laughs> it's like, you know, the only way that you'll know what those problems are, if you actually have like good conversations and you understand like, what are the challenges and struggles that your current patients or clients are going through, right? And then on right. top of that, like, okay, well, how can I, once I know what those problems are, how can I serve them to the best of my ability? How can I actually solve those problems and then kind of be innovative in how you are solving those problems? And that's where people grab on to million dollar ideas, right? Because yeah. they start doing something that was a little bit different, but solves that problem that they originally needed, you know? Yeah. And so we ended up, you know, that ended up being like a really great way to 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 grow and and i guess just kind of as an example you know and this is something that we lived through and this was back in 2020 when when we started our other agency when we started engage like you know i i I think engaged engaged did really well very early on simply because we came in with an offer during a time where that offer resonated really well Mm -hmm. with the audience. Like not only was the offer really good, but it was also just really good timing. And, you know, we were in a situation where, you know, we, there was a time of uncertainty. We didn't know what was going to happen. Businesses were feeling very insecure. We ended up saying like, Hey, uh, we'll take up more of the risk. You know, you know, you're used to paying for these retainers on a reoccurring basis, right? Like what if we actually only take, you know, take on some of the risk and you only pay us when people actually show up. Right. And so that was a really great offer that just resonated really well. And because of that, we grew, like we came in with a very unique solution to a problem we Mm -hmm. innovated right Mm -hmm. and that 
you know, because of that, right, we had tremendous growth. And so like the offer was just fueled by the time, you know, and the need that people had. And like, that's what I'm saying. Like when you can be innovative and you can find something that people really need in Mm -hmm. the marketplace, that Mm -hmm. can really just help you explode. And it's, it's one of those life altering events because, you know, like, like I was saying earlier, like there's a lot of millionaires that were made or billionaires that were born out of economic recession. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah. and now it's like they've been able to launch themselves and mm-hmm. make something of themselves. Mm-hmm. And that obviously creates opportunity for, for everyone else. But, you know, yeah. it's definitely a, a good time. So it's like, yeah. don't be discouraged. So, yeah, definitely. I think knowing your audience is is ideal because it is in these times when you can be very creative for for us for example we knew that you know we needed to come up with something metzbus had to close their their doors they there was everybody thought it was going to be for two weeks but it didn't right and so we needed to come up with this solution that was a virtual metzba and it it worked for us because we had been doing a remote and virtual business for the longest time. Mm-hmm. We have been doing our meetings via Zoom. We knew how to like sell via uh, Zoom. We knew all of these like operational things within our business. And so it was easy for us to, well, not easy, but it, it was, it just made sense for, sure. for us to go from that and deliver it to our Metzbus. And so that is how we helped all of our clients still make money through the times where their doors were yeah, closed. Yeah, their doors were closed, they were still making that, money. <laughs> we were, yeah, but we still got uh, people coming in through the door because they wanted to learn how to do virtual consultations, virtual yeah. events, how to manage those, what to do. They were so overwhelmed with the technology, the operations, everything else. And so we were able to really talk to specific audience that needed that. Mm-hmm. So. I think the same can be done for your business. You just really need to learn your audience. What are they looking for and deliver that? A hundred percent. Yeah. I mean, I think that's just such a great example of, of, you know, how we were able to accommodate during those times. Right. And like, there's it's there's that was the need back then this time the need might be different and so the solution might be different, but it's like, again, like the way that you're going to be able to come up with those solutions is just by, investing the time in talking Mm -hmm. to your audience, getting Mm -hmm. to know, you know, what are they really want? You know, like what do they still really want? Even though, you know, they, they might be struggling right now. Like the, and that's the, what you double down on, you know what I mean? Like, so anyway. And I think like, um, now next to that is, you know, of course we need to talk about advertising and marketing, right? Yeah, exactly. Not only because that's what we do, but we have seen the impact that it makes. So now you have this amazing service. You're talking to your ideal client. Well, you need to talk to them directly, right? Mm -hmm. Like how else are they going to know that you have this amazing solution for them? How else are you gonna talk directly to them if you are not putting yourself out there. For sure. Yeah. And so I think, um, you know, like it's, I, I feel like the con- the knee jerk reaction for a lot of people is just like, 
oh, I'm going to stop spending on advertising and marketing where like my my approach is that like you definitely need to like we talked about earlier, like know what your expenses are and then know what you can still allocate towards marketing and advertising. There's a very super like super famous Henry Ford quote that talks. Uh, God, I'm totally butchering. It. <laughs> I, I don't really recall what it was. I just I the recall the sentiment is like, don't stop advertising. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So famous quote from Henry Ford, right? It says a man who stops advertising to save money, like is like a man who stops a clock to save time. Right. Like, so, you know, it's just one of those things that we need. We can't just kind of like turn off our water hose. Right. Like if we need new patients, we need new revenue coming in. Like we need to be smart with our money. Right. So like being able to understand like that where your money is going Mm -hmm. and then optimizing that spend right Mm -hmm. so you know we talked about that you needed to know what your you know what your overhead was what what was your salary what are your monthly expenses when it comes to machines to you know um uh, insurance insurance, right like expand uh like just office expenses on and so forth yeah and then and then budgeting also okay well right now let's just say i'm spending 10 grand a month on advertising and i'm advertising across four different you know avenues okay well you know let's start making smart decisions and let's start allocating these funds and actually see like where are we getting the best return out of so it it it's really it's going to just go back down to you being smart with your money right and so it's like hey if you're advertising in one platform that's giving you a five times return and the other platform is only giving you a three times return well then you know it might mean that we take off some money from this platform and allocate more of this money over here and so like i think for people that are spending on you know like a lot of traditional things like magazines billboards like you know that's that's not the best use of your money because it's not optimized right like Mm -hmm. you know it's really hard to track you don't really know who it's you know who's actually if your ideal audience is actually seeing it or any of the sort and so where it's like hey if you if you invest some of those funds digitally those dollars are just going to go a long way you know Mm -hmm. and so same thing you're actually for, tracking them you actually yeah, know what's happening 100 percent. and then on top of that too it's like the other question is okay well wh- how can i be creative with my acquisition how can i be creative with my promotion you know hey it might just mean that maybe instead of putting money you know in a magazine maybe i reach out to a local influencer and maybe pay them and that and they have an audience that is my audience as well maybe i give them some of those funds and i get them to you know do some kind of influencer campaign right like or maybe yeah maybe i need to double down on my patient database right like me i need to maybe be investing a little bit more into communicating more frequently with my database because that's low-hanging fruit like it's always cheaper to get an existing customer client patient to come and buy again versus you acquiring a new one that's just like you know the the law right and so and so it's like what are you doing to increase the lifetime customer value of your database right right and so like those are all things that need to come into question and need to be 
revisit, you know, mm-hmm. uh, visited, and then you need to come up with the plan on, yeah. you know, what are you going to do? Right? Yeah, it's not just advertising and marketing for yeah. the sake of it, and because oh my God, Henry Ford said it, but yeah. it's actually because you need you need to have a strategy in place, right? For if sure. you don't have a good strategy to advertise, then you are throwing your money out. For sure. And and if you don't have the operations to follow through, mm-hmm. then you're also in a place where you're just spending money for spending money, and that's what we tell our clients too, like and and even like. A, people that are barely starting with us or there are potential clients. Hey, wh- where are you in these systems? Because if you are not, you know, like you don't have these things in place, then it might not make sense right now for you. Mm-hmm. So, you know, make sure to put your head down, get your thing, your process in place and then advertise because then, then and only then you're advertising strategically, yeah. right? And so I think that it, that it, that is huge, right? And it's all about like, putting the time in to work on your business for during sure. these times. You know, another one that I you know didn't fully mention, but it's just like, just what are you gonna do more on social media? Like, you know, like what are you gonna do mm-hmm. The, and like nice thing about social media is that it's like, you know, it's just your time, right? Yeah, like, the, yeah. And, and then it's free, you know? So it's like, if you really want it to work, like, what are you going to be doing? And I mm-hmm. think for right now, like investing a lot on your brand is just going to be really important. Like, Ooh, and that's actually our next episode, which is really cool. So make sure to check that out. Yes, definitely. And so like, we're going to be talking about, you know, kind of like how you can leverage your brand to kind of help you through these times. Right. And so, but that's just another big thing. Like, you know, you leveraging that brand on social media and again, like communicating with your audience as much as you can Mm -hmm. through those social platforms, you Mm -hmm. know, because like, Honestly, it's so ridiculous. Like, you know, with TikTok and Instagram, like specifically, like you can put out some really simple content and start creating a buzz in your local community. You can position yourself as a local celebrity, as an expert, so on and so forth. And that's how you eat up a lot of the market, you know, a yeah. lot of the times. Right. Yeah. But it, it's it's it, you know, and like how your advertising costs come down. too. Yeah. It helps your advertising co- costs come down as well. So all those things are super important and will definitely play an impact. And I'm sorry, we'll definitely play a role uh in these times ahead definitely so i i love this episode i think we talked a lot about like actual tangible things that you can do for this time of need and so yeah recession unfortunately it's like coming it's it's you know it's part of part of life right it and it's you know it's part of the economy it's it's something that needs to happen every every so often and so it's exciting times yeah and know that it'll happen it'll pass yeah too. like these times shall pass too and it is a great way to just get better at your craft to be again in that zone of genius and mm-hmm. go back to the basics of like taking care of yourself but also the basics of like why did you get into this business in the first place yeah why are you in business and how can you get creative during this time so um if anything i believe in you <laughs> i think you can do it <laughs> i think it is i believe in you too <laughs> We believe in you. We think that you can do this. I I think like if anybody is actually listening to this episode and taking it to heart, they can do it. Because I think the already, fact that you're, it's kind of like what, the, what they say about, hey man, like 80% <laughs> is just showing up. You yes, know what I mean? Like, yes. and so you're here, you're investing time, your yes. energy and you know, effort. And we have no doubt 
that you're going to come out ahead. Yes, definitely. So if you like this episode, if you um, want to see more of it, make sure to follow us in all of the social media platforms and wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh, Also, we have a Facebook group that is specifically just for you. So make sure to check that out. Uh, Follow, subscribe. And uh, if you have any questions or comments, just slide into our DMs. Thank you. I'll see you all next time. Bye. Bye.